going to give us some really good news about how we have invested our money. And we need return on our money. How many of you know that? When we invest money into the kingdom, we need return on it. Amen? And we need to be able to say, okay, these people are going into ministry. Now, I want you to stand with me, if you would. And I know that in the church, there has to be unity. There has to be. Deb Butterfield, is she here? Deb, 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 I'm talking to you, Deb. You and Harold. That's what I want you paying attention to me this morning. That's what I want. And we're too busy. I want you paying attention to me. Deb, wave your hand. Listen, Deb is the first one to get us going in this direction. And she got busy, so busy, doing this that she didn't get to participate in church. And so what we've done now is we put a team together so she gets to participate in church. And, and if you, Tron, wave your hand. Tron says he'll take the camera every now and then. Hey, John, wave your hand. I want everybody to see you. Harold, wave your hand. Ian, those guys right there. Now, I'm going to point at them right now, and I want you to point at them. And Father God, let there be a spirit of unity on that team right there. And Father God, I, I am thanking you for John's leadership. And Father God, I'm asking right now in the name of Jesus that every single person on that team come under his leadership because God, you have brought him to us for this time. Father, Esther 4.14, you brought Esther into royalty for such a time as this. Now, Father God, you have brought John and his wife into this service, into this church right now, for this royalty, for such a time as this. And so, Father God, touch him right now, Father, and let this team come together and Father, let Deb Butterfield understand that, Father, you have answered her prayer. And so, Father God, she is the one that has stood in the gap for that team right there. And Father, I pray that she is able to look around and rejoice and say, yes, look what the Father has done in the name of Jesus. Father God, now I want everyone to just place their hand right now towards Doris. And I want you to bless her. Father God, she has taken the school on. And Father God, it has been a ministry of hers going now into the eighth year. And Father, she has put her whole being into this thing. And Father, now let blessing after blessing after blessing just cover her right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, let the power of the Holy Ghost be on her in Jesus' name. Now I want you just to reach your hand towards this praise and worship team. And I want you to start blessing them right now. Come on, get a hold of God and just start blessing them right now in the name of Jesus. And Father God, let busy get gone. And just let Holy Spirit come in right now. Holy Ghost, come in right now. And Father God, let this thing start to work right now in the name of Jesus. 
Father God, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. Let their voices ring. Let their hands raise. Let their knees kneel. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I want you to put, take your hands now and I just want you to point them to Pastor Bill. Pastor Bill is the, is, he is the greatest minister I have ever worked with. And he, he has my back. And I have his back. But he is the armor bearer that every minister needs. And this man right here has no guile whatsoever. It's not in him. So Father God, we just bless Pastor. In the name of Jesus. Father, cover him by the blood. And Lord God, let his words just ring out, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Now I want every elder in this church, I want you to, just only the elders, I want you to start to wave your hands. Now, Father God, I'm blessing these elders right now. And Father God, that they need to understand, Lord, the value of this ministry. Father God, that you bless them because the word says we are to call for the elders of the church, and they should be built up in the Holy Spirit, that when the sick are sick, and the saved need saved by the laying on of the hands, they will be delivered. Now, Father, I raise my hands to you, and I just worship you in spirit and in truth. Now, I want everybody just to take your hand and I want you to just put it on Harold right now. Now, Harold, I'm going to tell you, I think that you do a good job and you've always done a great job, but I'm praying that God pick you up and throw you into the ocean of His love and His Holy Spirit like never before. And I pray for you the same as I pray for myself that we are open to whatever God wants to use us in any way that he wants to use us that when our mouth is opened it will be Holy Ghost speaking through us and so Father everyone right now just start to bless this man and Father God touch him right now in the name of Jesus Father God now pray that a unity of love be in this church Pray that the unity of the Holy Spirit be in this church. Pray right now that the power of God be in this church right now. In the name of Jesus. Harold, give us a song. We're going to worship the Lord. Somebody, we, just, we need to stretch our hands toward our pastor right now. And his wife. And this ministry. And, and just... Not forget you and, and not leave you out of the anointing, the, the, the blessing that we're speaking we upon each ministry here today. The most important is the head of this body right here, this church, and that's you guys. And so stretch your hands and just begin to bless our pastor and his wife, an anointing upon them like never before, Lord. A hedge of protection and a covering like never before, Lord. 
Father God, surround him with ministering them with ministering angels. Father God, as the, as the enemy does come yes. in like a flood. Yes. Lord, and he comes in. Lord, yes. your word says you rise up a standard like a flood. And so, God, we speak that, Lord. That that standard be around them at all times, God. But Lord, that you would guide them yes. and direct them and, and, and fill them with wisdom and knowledge to, to lead this body to, uh, uh, that, that you have given them the authority over, that given them the dominion over, Lord, given them the direction and the, 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 just the leadership, Father God. We thank you for that. Yes, we do. We thank you yes, for that, Lord. Lord, just, just keep them in the yes, hollow of your hand, Lord. Yes, Lord. Physically, yes, Lord. emotionally, yes. and most important, Father, spiritually, yes, Lord. as they lead us into yes, this Lord. new thing. Yes, Lord. Lord, we give you praise. Yes, we do. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen to me. I, I don't know what the next song is, but I'm going to say two things here, then I'm going to ask... If you want to come up here and just worship the Lord for a while and just want to rededicate some things to the Lord. When, when Paul Nold went to heaven, it broke my heart. And it took me a while to get over that. And when Albros went to heaven, it broke my heart. I know many people have passed. But when those two men right there, so close to me, it broke my heart. And God's healing my heart because here's what he's doing. I know there's a reason why God does things. And I don't know them here, but I know that I will know. And so there's healing now that's taking place. In order for God to really move in your life. Let healing take place. Let healing take place. So if you want to just come up here by an outward sign to the world that God's doing something inside of you and you just want to come up here and just stand before the Lord and worship Him on this next song, I think all of heaven would rejoice. Lord, our desire is a deeper walk in the Holy Ghost. Our desire is, oh God, that you fill us up to overflowing. And Lord God, we take this morning just to bring ourselves closer to you. We want to be close, Lord, to your throne. We want to kneel at the foot of your cross. Father God, we just want to know Beyond a shadow of a doubt, we want you to know how much we love you. Because we know beyond a shadow of a doubt how much you love us. And Father, we just give you praise. There's no other words, Lord, that we can use to, to, to even, Father, articulate our relationship with you. And we thank you for that. Father, I pray unity in this church as never before. And Father God, we in one voice bind the enemy and all his activity. That he has no place in this body, no place 
in this congregation. No place, Father God. No place among us. But Father God, this is a, a house of refuge. This is a house of worship. And we thank you, Lord, for that. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated if you wish to be. Hey, we're, we're going to have the missionary come up here now. And he's going to show us some things where we put our money. And we, we built an oil. Uh, oil. A water well. They need water, not oil. And so, you know, they planted a water well and it's coming through. And then after him, we're going to install Terry, uh, Pastor Terry and Melissa uh, into ministry in this church. And they're going to be on staff in this church. And, and uh, I'm expecting great things. Can you say amen? And, then, and the Lord's just speaking to me right now. So there's a few things that we're going to do. So praise God. Just come right on up here. That's what we do. This, you see a picture here. This is, my wife put this thing together, and that's a picture of Kenya and where we are in the three different areas. This well has went in right about here, in the middle of the country, up in the hills there. And it's a place where the tribe up there, is, they're pretty reclusive, the Duroba tribe, and they don't, most of the tribe in Kenya don't like them. They're not pastoralists, they're, not, they're gatherers. They, and they, they moved from place to place. And these people wanted to be able to stay in one place if they had water. And we told you before some of what happened. The army came in and arrested our people, took the land that we had originally for the will to go on. That cost more money, and that's where you guys came in. You know, money is just a tool. <laughs> Come on, money is a bunch of dead trees with a bunch of dead presidents on it. It doesn't mean anything. It's what it represents. That well, that water represents lives coming to Jesus. She's passionate about those kids. And I got to tell you, raising those kids is the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. I never wanted kids when I, we were young. We've been married 49 years, Pat and I. When I was young, I was Kids are nothing but a pain. Why do I want to do that? That's hard. Today, I would not want to be there without them. And God had a plan to raise up those kids to lead people to Jesus. Now our director, who we have officially given it over because we're doing more things there, is one of our kids we raised. Who is now, he's an incredible man of God. He's just incredible. Incredible. We have six of our, our kids working for us. I just wanted to share with you, you were talking, Pastor, about being disciples, and that's what we are. That's what we've been all called to do. Jesus didn't say go out and get them saved. He did that. We have to talk to people so they'll understand who he is so they can get saved, yes. But he told us what? Go and make disciples. That's, what it, that's why we are where we are all of us in the world today. You may have a job, you may have a talent, you may have all these things God's put in you to be able to do, but it's all for one purpose, and that's to bring another person to know the name of Jesus. Okay? We are, and, and this is just some scriptures that God gave 
us that we follow, that we are, this is who we are. This is our vision. This is what we do. We have a vision to reach all of those people, those lost tribes, and particularly to reach the Islamic community, to reach Muslims. And we are going after it with a vengeance. God is moving now even as we are about to expand to some areas along the coast there and up the coast. This is Somalia right here. Here. We are right now 40 kilometers from where the last time we were uh, teaching one of the schools there, they killed 100 people just because they declared the name of Jesus. That was ISIS doing that. So it's right there, and we are along that line right there, and God is taking care of that. You didn't probably notice in that video, in that video at the well, there's two guys standing there with Dennis, and they both got ak 47 guarding us while they're drilling, and they do that when we're in church. Nehemiah did that. He was guarding. They were building the wall, and they were out there guarding while they were doing God's work. Okay? It's very real. But Jesus is your rear guard. That's what it says in Isaiah 58.8. He's your rear guard. Okay? We are disciples. Matthew 28.19. Go. Therefore, into all the world to make disciples. He has called us his disciples and gave us power and authority over devils and diseases and sent us to preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. That's in Luke chapter 9. Not one thing which the Lord has spoken concerning us will ever fail. One of my favorite scriptures, Johnny, uh, Joshua 23, 14. Therefore, we will be strong and of good courage and do it. We will not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord God, even our God, will be with us. He will not fail us nor forsake us until all of the work for the house of the Lord that you have been called to do is done. He can't take you out when you know your God and you're doing what He says and you believe it. I believe that. Seventy staring me in the face, and I'm not done. And I'm not getting weaker, I'm getting stronger. We will do all that is within our heart. First Chronicles 17.2 The prophet Nathan told David to go and do all that's in his heart. That means that God put there. We have all this, this is so important, we have all the skilled workmen we need, this is in First Chronicles, we have all the skilled workmen we need and gold and silver without limit. That means God will bring alongside you, Pastor. You said he's your armor bearer. Every man needs an armor bearer. Every minister needs armor bearers. He is, when he called you, he has called others to come alongside you. And they will have all the things that you don't have that you need. As you are pointing out, that's what that scripture says. I'm a, this is a, all these scriptures are great. But, and it says, and of the gold and silver, we always, you know, when you go to do ministry, first thing a lot of us think about is, uh-uh. God says of the gold and silver, the money, don't worry about the money. There's no limit. If God's called you to it, the money. Go to where God's called you to be. 
Go there, because that's where the provision is. Not here, there. Wherever that there are, there happens to be on the continent of Africa and the Middle East. We are even now, right now, we now have a school in Turkey. And it's strange that God bought some ethnic Russians there, but we're going to be training up Iranians that are sneaking across the border into Turkey, and then they'll go back into Iran to pastor their churches. And we're doing Kenya, and we're doing some other things. God is moving, no matter what you see on television, shut that boob tube off, and start looking in the Word of God to what it says. The communication of our faith becomes effective as we acknowledge every good thing which is in us because we are in Christ Jesus. Philemon 1.6 And God will do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Ephesians 3.20 You know, you can look back to the, clear back to the Old Testament. You can look in uh, Job. Now, Job lived during the time of Genesis. It's, you know, he lived back. Job, if you read the, the first part of the book up to probably chapter 39, 40, he didn't know God like we do. He, he wasn't sure about what's going on. Yeah, he listened and so forth. But in chapter 42, he's talking to God, and he said to him, I know you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be stopped. He was talking to God. You talk to God. Understand that no purpose of His can be stopped, and that means you can't be stopped if you are in that purpose. God is calling you out. If Pat and I can do anything else to encourage you, we thank you, we praise you, God, that you guys have come alongside us because God has a great work to do out there in the world, and there's missionaries all over the world. You're... you're in India now, I guess, you know, and we have some friends that are missionaries in India. The mission field starts right here in your heart. Okay? We just bought a house over here in Maysville, and we're going back and forth. We're traveling. We needed another place to be. Have one down in the city. I decided I like the country, and I decided that's close enough that we can come over here as often as we can because, Pastor, this church has moved our heart. And not because you gave to us, not because it's because of the Spirit of God. I wanted to live in Colorado so bad. When God said to move and stay in this area of Missouri, I said, what are you nuts? What is this? I like the mountains. I like dry. I don't like humidity. It's me and Jesus and my wife sitting in front of a pond fishing, you know, with some praise and worship music because I love praise and worship. That's where I wanted to be. God said, no, I want you here. And if that's true, that means there's got to be God's people around and some things God wants us to do even while we're in this country. We will not stop ever stop going until Jesus comes. Till my last breath, till Pat's last breath, we will declare the name of Jesus throughout the planet and we will help to disciple people to know Him and that it's Him it's, I was going to sing this song today, but it wasn't working. Someday I'll do that for you. So God and God alone. And it is, is God 
and God alone. But he has chosen to use us for his purposes. Joshua said, I don't know about you guys, but as for me and my house, we choose the Lord. Praise God. This has not went like I have prepared it. Nothing. Hey, I I want, let's see, I'm just going to be obedient to the Lord. I I want six chairs up here. If you would, Tony, you guys, give me six chairs. Yeah. Space them out just a little bit. Yeah. Six chairs. And just space them out. I'm going to do something here. There's something happening in the kingdom as we've never seen before. And telling John this morning, you know, just be ready for God to do what God wants to do. John's kind of that cut and dried guy, you know, like, okay. He's up for chuckling. Because I took him in the office this morning and I said, calm down. Isn't that right? We're, we're going to get through this thing, all right? And, and, and uh, Pastor Terry, I want you and Melissa to come right here and sit in the middle. Right here. I want you two to come right here. I, I'm going to do this. I, it's going to be strange to you, but I feel God in it. I might have to put another chair up here. I want to do some things because, because the, uh, the evangelist, there's the apostle, Understand something, there's no office of missionary, okay? There is an office of apostle, but there's no office of a missionary. Those apostles were doing missionary work, okay? So we're going to call him apostle. He'd, and, and for me, I don't give myself titles. Other people do, that's okay if they want to. But I don't put them on myself, okay? But I'm going to put an apostle on him and his wife, and they're doing a great ministry, and so, Harold, I want Harold to come, and I want Harold to get in this chair right here. I want Harold to sit right here. And John, I want you to leave your post, and I want you to come right here. I want you to do that. I want you to sit right there, Harold. I want John to sit right there. Amen. Tony, I want you and your wife to come up and sit right here. Right there. And I got a reason for both of them and not bringing these two wives up here. We're going to, the, the, these two people here have, oh, I got one more. I'm sorry, Lord. Okay, give me a chair. That's all right, John. John's all right here. John, right here. Put it right there. And Doris, I want you to sit right here. I want you to do that. Now, these two people right here have taken their ministry that they knew God had called them to. And they have chosen to stay in this church because there's something that's happening here. I remember that Doris told me uh, when she first started coming here, I asked her, I think you was living in Arkansas? You lived in Arkansas? 
I'm, I'm sorry. But don't get mean with me, okay? I'm still trying to feel the Lord, okay? But you heard a radio program of a preacher, and you decided that's where you was going to put your family. Am I? Am, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so she, she takes her family, like Naomi, and she moves because she heard the Lord. And that's what I just heard the missionary or the apostle there say. I wanted to be in Colorado, but I hear the voice of the Lord. And so these two people, they are taking the ministry of the youth here. Now, I am believing. I hear you, Lord. Okay. I am believing that, hey, pastor, put one more chair up there. Okay. And it's going to be a vacant chair. Okay. And so I am believing that through this ministry, because of the sacrifice, that God will bless it immensely. And we're going to install them as part of the ministry of this church. Okay. Now, the reason why I feel the Lord wants me to bring these two up here is because this guy is by me all of the time. Okay. And, and he's as much a part of me as, as uh, 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 Pastor Bill is. And whenever it comes time for giving, and Terry takes care of the finances in this church, she can tell you where every copper penny is. Okay. And one thing about it, if you designate for an offering to go to a certain place, even if we would need the lights, we put that offering at that place. And so whenever she says, Pastor, how much should we give? Then I always leave that up to her because she's going to give a whole lot more than I do. Every time. And so I'm going to have them set here for the elders of this church because I believe they are. Now, this, this young man right here has been with me. Good gracious, I have no idea how long he's been with me. And if you think because he's my nephew, I've been nice to him, you're wrong. You're wrong. Now, I will tell you, I started the school years ago just for him because he couldn't stay in no other school. He, he was so mean, they kicked him out of every school that he was ever in. So I started Hosanna to get this kid educated, okay? He has been the worship leader here for a long time, and he's also taking care of that crow's nest. I'm relieving him of the crow's nest so that he can devote all of his time now into the ministry of worship. And, I'm, and we're going to lay hands on him so that God will pour into him his spirit like never before. And I am telling you, the day this young man runs down that aisle, I mean runs, is the day this church is going to break open like I've never seen before. He's almost there. This guy right here God has brought to us because, listen, there's people out there that needs to know what's going on in here. Okay? And God has brought him. Al Bros comes into this church and here's what he says. 
man, I love this church, Pastor, but boy, it's dark in here. And I looked, and there were so many light bulbs out, and no one ever paid attention to the light bulbs being out. Since the day that Al Brose and, uh, had made that mention and we put them light bulbs in, not a one has burned out since then. Look around. Isn't that amazing? Not one light bulb, and we changed them all, not one light bulb has burned out. I'm not going to tell you they're not going to burn out, but I'm going to tell you they've been on a long time. And that light that he brought into this church is still shining. And it's going to shine because God brought him in here for a purpose. And God's brought this young man in here for a purpose. And it's to get that media up. And I never thought that I would ever, ever, please, listen to me, I didn't think I'd ever be saying what I'm saying right now. Because I really didn't care about it until... John Gadam out of India takes our program all over India. It makes a lot of difference now. And so I praise the Lord for this guy, and we're going to anoint him this morning, you know, because God has given him a fantastic work. He understands this thing. I don't understand it. And so I'm going to tell all of you, leave your hands off what he says. No, I'm telling you that because, because when... when when this church, I took uh, Mark Linder and installed him before I had Terry as my finance operator. And the Lord said, show him everything. And I did. And then people came in. I said, listen to me. If he tells you no, it's no. So a couple of them tried him. And they said, he said no. And they come to me. He told me no. And I said, then it's no. Right there. I want you to, we're going to anoint him. And then this wonderful lady right here, she has the burden for lost people. I was going to say for the school, but that's, she has the burden for loss, for the lost. And that's why she has such a burden for the school. But she don't have just a burden for the school. She's got a burden for this church like you've never seen before. It burns inside of her. You, know, you don't even know how often she weeps. She does a lot of weeping. God honors her. I can listen to her pray for hours. And then this chair right here, I'm going to leave it open for John Gadam in India. And he's listening right now. And we're going to say God is going to bless India like never before. Amen. So here's what I'm going to do. What I, I, I feel the Holy Spirit wants me to do is that we're going to pray for these people. And if you want to stand, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. You know, people don't understand about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the house was filled with the Holy Spirit where they were sitting. Okay. Then don't, don't give me that the next time I ask you to stand. Wait a minute, Pastor. No. Okay. But you don't have to stand if you don't want to. But I'm going to ask Pastor Bill if he'll come. And we're going to anoint these people. Okay. And we're going to start with you first. The both of you, Nancy, you come with me. Take her hand. Come on. 
You start, you're starting a journey. This is scary. I know it is. I know it is. You think you are too old, but you'll never be too old. Not when God calls you. You'll never be too old. We're going to install you as part of the ministry of this church. From this day forward, you'll be called pastor in this church. Same as I'm pastor, same as Bill. Pastor Bill, you'll be called pastor. And that's what I'd like for everybody to hear because God's going to bring you young people that you will disciple and send out. And here's what I want you to understand. I really want you to understand this. That I have always felt like the next generation's in trouble. But they're not in trouble because of you. And so God, we just pray right now that you anoint this couple. That they work as one. And Father God, we bring Pastor into into the staff, if you want to call it that, Lord, I into the team ministry. And Father, that the spirit of youth will be poured into them, so it will identify with the youth that are coming. Father God, we lay our hands because this is New Testament teaching. To lay our hands, the presbyter is to lay their hands. The bishops are to lay their hands and install right now this couple. And also, Father, let them know that they are needed here as never before. So in the name of Jesus, I charge you before the Father that you be instant in season and out of season. Preach when they won't preach no more. Do not be afraid. Give no place to prejudice. Give no place to color. Give no place to creed. Give no place to wealth, sort of gain. Only give place to the Holy Spirit. And I charge you in the name of Jesus to go forth as a conquering soldier for the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Here we go. Now we're going to do something here. You have been faithful. You have been faithful. And you will be more faithful. Okay, Lord, I hear you. Bring me a chair up, Christian. You sit by your husband. Bring me a chair. If y'all want to go home, go home. If this is going to be lengthy, because I'm going to do this and get it done. Because revival like never before. Here, John, you're fine. They'll bring her a chair. That servant of John, he can't help itself. Take her hand. We're going to lay hands on you. That's your mission in this life. Until God calls you to another one. Because I believe in, with all of my heart, if you will allow God 
to come inside of you like never before and get hungry and thirsty. I believe with all of my heart before you pass out of this life, you will be pastoring and preaching like never before. God is going to do something in you just as sure as when we laid hands on your son who was tiny, God brought up to be a man who is a big man. As sure as God did that in the physical, he'll do this for you in the spiritual. You have been faithful to what God has called you to. Now let him work inside of you as you've never been before worked by the Holy Spirit. Fall in love with God more than you've ever fallen in love with Him before and let Him become more real to you than He has ever come before. Let Him go before you. Let Him be behind you. And time that you open your mouth, there either be a song or a word of exhortation. And allow the Holy Spirit to just come up on you. If he says dance, dance. If he says sing, sing. If he says run, run. If he says clap, clap. If he says move to the right, move to the right. If he says move to the left, then move to the left. Because he'll show you who he is. And he has called you for these last days on this earth. Father God, as I lay my hands on your servants, touch them now in the name of Jesus, because Father, for the Durees and for the Simpsons, this is going to be brand new. Brand new anointing. Brand new as never before. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And by the way, I remember a prophecy that was given on your sons. And the prophecy on your sons, was they all would be in ministry. Every single one of them. Not just Noah, but all of them would be in ministry. This is new to you. And you're a little bit intimidated. And you hate being intimidated. Because you like being in control. And God's changing all of that. Because you worked hard this week to get this done. And you put in hour after hour after hour. And then right in the end, I've always told you, God will change it. He'll change it. Because here's what he wants. He wants you to lean on him like you've never leaned on anything in all your life. Lean on him. Now listen to me. He's going to cripple you. He's going to cripple you in the spirit. And you're going to wrestle with the Lord. And he's going to show you. And then he's going to cripple you. And all the days of your life on this earth. You will lean on Him like never before. Like never before. He just wanted to show you all the work that you did this week. And I loved it. I was there too. In an instant of 
time, you'll change it. And he did. And that's what he's doing for you. He brought you into this ministry. You want to put your hand on him, don't you, Doors? Go ahead. He brought you into this ministry because it was you were so much needed in this ministry? No. Because you were so much needed by the Father so that His Son would be glorified. And so God brought you here because God wants you to understand there's something to the baptism. And He's made you hungry like you've never been hungry before. But this day, He wanted to show you that He could change on a dime and still get it done. And still get it done. He brought you here for this media. And that is a big ministry. And I lay my hands as well as my wife and Doris and Pastor. And we lay our hands on you to confirm you into the kingdom of ministry. Which will go out through the world. And John, the Lord is just saying this. I love you. And if you think what you have received so far is good, wait till the end. Now, John, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to raise your hands. Now, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, fill him up to the brim with who you are. For this young man, this day, will never be the same again. Never be the same again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Here we go. Now I want you to look at this lady right here. That spirit that's in her just got on you and that's why your eyes are welling up. Because no one can explain what God does when God does it. There's no way we can articulate it. But this right here is a well of water. Remember when you put that and that, that gusher just came up? And that river, did you see that water? When it started, it turned into a river. It turned into a river. That's what you're seeing here. This woman right here is never going to be sick. She's never going to become weak. Cancer can't not touch her. Diabetes can't touch her. They try it. None of that stuff can because she is so into the Lord and so what God does. And this right here is a well of water. The springs forth. And God brought her here. For this time. And Doris. You're going to be like Rose Schaefer. If Jesus doesn't come. He's going to walk into your house. And he said. Come on home. My goodness. <laughs> but I got some bad news. You're going to be very old. 
I know you want to go now. But you're going to be very old. But you'll always have a good mind. You'll always have a good eye. Your ear will always be able to hear. And you'll not lose any strength. Now, for the rest of your life, I pray that that pain in your neck and back be gone right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And we're going to come down here to the end. Take her hand. They're rejoicing on the end. You have been with me for a long time. When Mark Linder left me, I thought, what am I going to do? I really did. And he brought you two in and filled that thing. You will be with me for the rest of my life. You will be. And in my old age, you'll be my strength. Now here's what your challenge is going to be. I'm installing you right now through the Holy Spirit. And you will be the headship of the elders of this church. To draw them into the Lord so that ones can cry out, I'm calling for the elders. And the elders will come and they will lay hands on the sick and they will offer up the prayer as they anoint with oil. And the Bible says the sick shall be healed and if they have committed sins, they shall be forgiven. Let's everyone in this church stand that can hear my voice. In Jesus' name. And let's just worship the Lord. And let's glorify the Lord and worship Him. And bless Him. And, and Christine, you can come up there and stand with John, your husband. For that's the fitting thing to do. Let's raise our hands and worship Him. Today has been different than it's ever been before in this church because we are on the threshold of God doing something great. But here's what the Holy Spirit is saying. Beware that you don't get caught up in this thing and leave me out of it. The Holy Spirit is saying, always make me the center, the focal point of everything. And listen to me, if you don't put your name on it, you'll always put Jesus on it. If you don't put your name on it, you'll always put the name of Jesus on it. Let God do this thing. Father God, we're speaking right now into this fellowship. And that we have many fellowships in many places. We have many pastors in many places. And Father, I am praying that our churches, especially Pastor Mitch Woodson's right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, that I'm praying that their worship teams will call Harold and Christie and say, help us. And Harold and Christie will just go and they will help them. Father God, that's the ministry here, that they will just go to help those who need ministry, ministry in praise and worship. Father, let this young couple right here, Father, as they take on this ministry, Lord, let it be so profound that people want to know where 
and what is happening and why is it happening? And the answer will be, because God is in the house. Because his son Jesus reigns supreme and there is none like him. Now, if you're sick right now, I'm going to speak into you and I'm going to say, be healed in the name of Jesus. I'm going to say that. Any sick in this house right now, I'm going to say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Can everybody agree with me on that? Sherry, in the name of Jesus, finish the course. Finish the course. Do you hear me? Finish the course. Finish the course. That's your plan. Finish the course. Finish it in Jesus. Mark Kennan, I am saying this to you. I don't know if it's in Florida or if it's here. Finish the course. Fight the good fight of faith. Finish this thing. And when you finish it, I hope you're ancient and old. But finish it. Make a good fight out of it. Pastor Don Adkins, man, finish this thing. And let God just touch you like he's never touched you before. And Dennis Bayless, I'm saying to you right now, let the spirit of your brother-in-law come into you the same as the spirit of Elijah came into John the Baptist. We can say those things. And so let that love and that compassion just fill you up and flood you. And Elaine, I'm saying to you, never forget what God has done in your life. And let him even do more. And your sister and yourself, you are going to have many, many wonderful times together. Appreciate all of them. And I'm going to say to you young skeins back there and, and the parents, give it over to God and let God do all of it. Let him make a way for you. Let him be the shining light. Let him go forward. And as, as the apostle said, let him be your front guard and let him be your rear guard. And you just let him take you where he's going to take you. Every hand in this church needs to be raised. I'm speaking to the praise and worship team. Do it. I'm speaking to the youth. Do it. I'm speaking to the elders. Do it. I'm speaking to the media. Do it. I'm speaking to the school. I'm speaking to it. Do it. Do these things. Let God do it. And if we've left anything out, my goodness, let God do it. Father God, we give you praise. We give you glory. And there's none like you. Come, Holy Spirit, and enlarge this place. Increase our coastline. Enlarge this place. And let the blessing of Jabez, Lord God, be in this church. Let it be in this church. Hey, I want you to listen to me. I want you to listen to me. Before you all leave, I, I left one ministry out. Come here. Come on. The two of you. Come on up here. We, we take communion every Sunday in this church. And I left that out. I don't want to leave anything out. Bring that oil. I want everybody to st just stretch your hand this way. Come right here. Come here. I, you know what? The Lord wouldn't leave you out. Communion is so needed. Because with communion is healing. The, 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 church, the Christian church kind of gets looked down on because they do communion every Sunday. Only reason why I look down on it is because they've forgotten what communion means. But communion is offered in this church every Sunday. And listen, let me tell you what communion is. Healing. Healing. It's what it is.
healing and salvation. Would you raise your hands? I mean, and point them this way. Wow. Come on. Yeah, come on. She can't help herself. My goodness, in the name of Jesus, let this ministry be so overwhelming that you almost have to cry out, God, can you just shut it down for a little bit? And then He's just going to open up more and more and more. And so, in the name of Jesus, be blessed and let that ministry just go forth in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I want to... All the youth, this Friday is when we'll be starting at 7 o'clock. So invite all your friends, invite anyone that you can come in contact with. And just be expecting.